So, you've just finished A Court of Thorn and Roses, and you're craving another fantasy world to devour. Dipsy's got your back. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales, or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. I gotta tell you that the immersive soundscapes are really what makes a good sexy story different from a not good sexy story because it just like adds, like it's hard sometimes in like reading a novel to like get the actual feel of what's going on. But when it's like, oh, we're like at the coffee shop and this is like actually happening. It's like very different. (laughs) And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods and goddesses, Regency era historical fiction for you, Sam, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash just break up. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash just break up. Dipsystories.com slash just break up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who did everything right and still got dumped. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Right. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are just here to offer our humble musings, hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs in the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right. Let's get into our letter. Uh, Our letter comes from Mr. Committed, whose pronouns are he, him, who is writing from the saddest place on earth, which is, oh, my tender... Hey y'all, I'm ready to get some clarity and assistance to move on from this massive heartbreak. I found someone I was confident was my person. Let's call her Mel. Mel and I began talking on Hinge and our first date was one of the most amazing dates we've ever had. We clicked on every level and she had told her family and friends about how great the first date we had. After a month of talking and getting close, I asked her to be my GF. She was hesitant to becoming GFBF because she worried about losing her independence. I reassured her that a codependent relationship is so far from what I want or how I want to have a relationship and that it's not a make or break deal that she didn't want to get more serious at that moment. A week later, though, on her own, she wanted to become more committed and thus began the best six months of my life so far. 
The first family members I met of hers were her aunt and her aunt's wife. We visited their farm and had a wonderful time talking about art and getting to know each other. As we drove back, her aunt's texted Mel saying, we had a wonderful time with you too. Mr. Committed is such an amazing kind band. We're so happy for you. Knowing that her aunts had a good time with me made me feel so elated and excited for the future with Mel. As Mel and I got much more intimate, there came a point where she wasn't motivated to have sex as often. She had brought it up, teary-eyed, explaining that she didn't know what was wrong with her. I reassured her that there was nothing wrong and that she shouldn't feel so harsh on herself. Her mother also had a big milestone birthday party and had invited me to come and celebrate, so we traveled down for the weekend. And it was great. I immediately felt at home and at ease with them, and they all expressed their surprise at how well I integrated into their family dynamic. Not too long after this, Mel got laid off, and I knew that she was having a hard time with how things ended at work. Soon after getting laid off, I noticed her pulling away, not showing affection physically and being on her phone a lot, scrolling through Twitter and not being present when we spent time together. It felt like everything had changed, but I didn't want to make it a big deal right off the bat because I knew that she was having a hard time with the absence of her job. I offered help finding a job, baking dinner, and overall trying to relieve as much stress as possible in our time spent together. One morning while eating breakfast, Mel started to tear up and began to say that she was sorry for being distant and pulling away lately. She said that she had noticed that baggage from her last relationship had started coming up as we progressed. I reassured her that it's okay to have these feelings come up, and I told her that I will... I believe that these things will come up when you least expect it or when you think you're over it. I told her I was there for her to talk as much as she wanted to about it, and it didn't change how I felt for her. I said that expressing and letting me into her thought process had helped me feel at ease and allowed me to let go of my concerns. A few months later, Mel and I got the chance to visit the farm for her aunts, and while we were there, Mel's cousin and partner joined us. During our time there, Mel had job interviews during the day, and I gave her the space and time that I could to prepare for them. During our time farm sitting, I could happily see this being our lives in the future. I was ready for the long haul. But post-interviews, Mel would come out and she would be silent while she was with me. I felt alone at those moments because she was on her phone the whole time scrolling through Twitter. When her cousin and her partner came to hang with us, we had fun, but I noticed that Mel kept pulling away from me. When we went into the small town, Mel's cousin and partner walked together and talked and commented on all the food and the art that they saw. Meanwhile, Mel would walk away from me even as I tried to engage in the conversation. I began to compare our interactions with how her cousin was having interactions with her partner, and it made me feel so lonely. That night, as we were laying in bed, we checked in on each other. Mel expressed how she missed being home and her friends and how living away from all of that has made her feel sad. She asked how I was feeling and I expressed my concerns about being lonely and feeling like she was pulling away and being distant. Mel had a hard time understanding how I was feeling and felt that we were engaging just fine. I explained how it had brought up bad memories from past relationships of receiving the, tr the silent treatment. And she had explained that she was silent after recouping from being on her interviews. And I was totally okay with that. All I wanted to know was what was going on with her in her head, but it didn't explain how she would pull away from me while we were in town after her interviews. She expressed that she needed time to think about what we talked about. And she barely talked to me on the three hour drive back home. Once we got home, we had a follow-up conversation where she said that she felt like I was changing who I am. Prior to our dating, I was never into foot football, let alone college football, but Mel is. I enjoyed watching games with her because I loved how much she would get into it. I tried to learn more about her team and dive in. Mel expressed that she had a hard time coming to terms with me being into football now that we were dating and that I never was before. She also mentioned that she had a hard time sharing the farm with me because it had been in her life since she was a kid. And I quote, came along and was so eager to help out a lot around the farm. 
This hurt a lot because it didn't feel like I was changing who I was, but rather growing and taking interest in my partner's hobbies. I, after hearing this, I tried sacrificing engaging in her hobbies and even gave her more space and individuality. For Thanksgiving, I traveled and spent time with Mel and her family at her aunt's farm. Everything felt so right, and I continued to see the beautiful, beautiful future with Mel. Her parents and I got much closer, and I loved talking to all of her family. As we left thanks that Thanksgiving, as we left, Mel's grandma told me that she loved me and how happy she was that Mel and I were together. Two days later, as Mel and I were laying in bed watching TV, I told her that I loved her for the first time, and then an hour later, she broke up with me. That blindsided me, and I felt like I had gotten hit by a truck. We cried for hours, holding on to each other. I had never cried that hard in my life. During this time, she kept telling me that I was a perfect partner and that I did nothing wrong. She acknowledged that it must have been frustrating for me to hear that, and that I never put any pressure or unrealistic expectations on our relationship. All this made everything more confusing and hard to let go. A few weeks of silence later, I sent her a Christmas gift, along with a birthday gift for her father and the secret Santa gift that I had joined the family with at Thanksgiving. This opened communication with her and we met for a coffee to talk. She told me that she had felt so deeply with me, but only as close friends. She said that she didn't feel butterflies and that she felt too comfortable in the relationship. Mel expressed that she couldn't love me with her whole heart, which was hard for me to come to terms with because I loved her so deeply as I never had before. I constantly go over everything that led to her breaking up with me, how close I was to her family, and how everything seemed so, so right. I loved even more our difficult conversations because it meant that we were putting the work in to grow with each other and understand each other more deeply. My head hurts, my heart hurts so much, even as it's been a few months since our breakup, and I feel like there was still so much to work on, and now it's all gone. She now just wants to be friends and to keep each other in our lives, which in some capacity, I want her around, but... I feel like it's just going to be hard for my soft heart. Am I being weak or selfish to not want to be friends, even though we had such a deep connection? How do I move on when everything felt so right and the breakup kind of comes out of nowhere? I know this was a lot to read, and I thank you both for your time, compassion, and commitment to all of us listeners. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much, Mr. Committed, for trusting us with this heartbreak. I can only imagine how tired and confused your heart feels. It is so hard to have a relationship end when you want it to not end, when you wanted it to be <laughs> For sure. yeah. more than this. And in fact, you saw a future in which it would be more than this. Um, I know mm-hmm. that that is such a difficult, difficult thing to experience. Absolutely. And so look back on a relationship and say like, well, every, we did everything right. Like we had the hard conversations, you know, I tried to get into the things that she was into and then took a step back when she told me that made her uncomfortable, right? Like you were very right. responsive and, and, and to feel like, you know, you put in all this work and you, you did the head and heart work in the relationship right. and then have it still blow up is like, oh, just like an extra layer of, of disappointment. Um, so Sierra and I really feel for you. We really appreciate that you're trusting us with this letter. Um, And we're going to get into answering some of your questions in just a moment. Y'all, as a self-employed person, as a mom of a toddler, I am always struggling with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you 
lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, you have full control over your subscriptions and a clear view of your expenses. You can see all your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, Rocket Money can help cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits and check myself if needed. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even help try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, which I obviously love as a somewhat introverted conflict avoidant person. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Rocket Money has over 5 million subscribers and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash just break up. That's rocketmoney.com slash just break up. Rocketmoney.com slash just break up. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Quince has things like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. This past month, I treated myself to a pair of new slippers because I'm in that hashtag mom life era of my life um, in which (laughs) um, I am never not in slippers. And these are 100% Australian shearling lined clog slippers. And I love that they're slip on, but they have those durable rubber outsoles. They're super cushy, super comfortable, but I feel like I can run outside to like take the trash out in them while also like staying warm and active in the house. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, y'all welcome back. Um, I appreciate this letter so much, uh, not just because it is from a heterosexual man <laughs> we don't hear from <laughs> well, all we don't the time. know if he's heterosexual we Good just point. know that he dates women <laughs> how about this a heterosexual relationship um there we from go. the there we go whatever <laughs> <laughs> anyway plenty of heterosexual relationships but just from one side <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely okay 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 going back um i appreciate this letter because it highlights one of the hardest most subtle difficulties of heartbreak when you feel like it's you know there's not an infidelity that tore you apart there's not a move Mm -hmm. there's not 
you know, there's not like intense fighting all the time and then the toxicity just drags you down. Instead, there's this really, really soft, painful ache that is from wanting a relationship to work and it just not, you know, when, when, when the two people have so much love and care for each other and it still isn't enough. Um, and, and the particular pain of you seeing a future and the other person just can't see it like that, that is, it's just so hard to deal with that. You know, my, honestly, my half of my advice today is just going to be learning how to say those really difficult truths to yourself with as much gentleness and compassion as possible. Like, you know, she is not for you and you are not for her, right? Because she wasn't enough for you in that she kept pulling away emotionally, right? Like she kept uh, not being as emotionally present or um, as as engaged as you want her to be as you know as much as you put those needs aside that is still something in which she could have done better and also you're not for her you know that that all that your best and your best is great and your best was not right for her you know it's Mm -hmm. not that it wasn't enough Mm -hmm. it's not that you're not a good person it's not that you're not a great partner but some people just aren't for each other and you know, when I've gone through similar heartbreaks, I just have to say these really hard, really painful truths to myself as gently and as compassionately as I can. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think sometimes we think that uh, the head and heart work that we do is going to like prevent us from ever experiencing heartbreak, right? Or prevent us from uh, getting into a relationship and then having it implode on us. Um, and that's not actually what happens, right? The head right. and heart work definitely helps us engage in relationships in ways that are probably going to lead to better results, but it doesn't prevent somebody right. from just not being into us, right? It doesn't right. prevent somebody from getting laid off and going through all of this tumult and just being like not ready to be in a relationship with you or whatever the situation is. Um, And so I want you to say, I want you to look back on this and say, wow, look at all of the, the care and carefulness that I put into this relationship. Look at how we handled these really tough topics uh, and say, that's great. I'm so glad that we did that. And that's stuff that I want to continue. And just like anything, it doesn't prevent a bad thing from happening. Yes, it doesn't totally. mean that the heartbreak happens any less severely. It just means that we are trying things in a different way. Um, and like Sierra said, this just didn't work. And that sucks. Absolutely. And but all of the head and heart work in the world doesn't change the fact that sometimes we're just not a match. We're just not two people who can find a way to be in relationship with each other. Yes, totally. And it it won't ever not suck. You know, like I feel (laughs) what hearts do best during this time is self-destruct by trying to pinpoint the exact moment in which they did something wrong or they weren't enough so that they can rectify it either in this relationship or in the future one. But that, you know, that can only serve us so far because for sure you could, you could bring your best on a silver, silver platter for someone 
and they don't like the color silver, right? You can you can <laughs> for sure, yeah. be perfectly matched for someone, but the circumstances of each of your lives don't allow it so that you can, you know, you're not living in the same city or something like that. Like there's a hundreds sure. of reasons why relationships don't work. And we are the first ones to say, oh, well, I'm not good enough. I wasn't good enough. There was something I could have done. Um, but yep. sometimes our best just... It's, it's not about our best. It's about who is right for us. And mm -hmm. that is a painful pill to swallow because even though you loved this person, you saw a future with them, they were not right for you because they didn't see that future with you, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you're right. I just want to say you don't need to be friends with this person. I think no. being friends with an ex is something that we do that we feel like will somehow make this pain more palatable because we hypothetically still love and respect this person and we still see the value mm -hmm. of them in our lives. But we need our hearts need time to heal, to move on, and they need time to reposition that ex in a different place in the heart. Right. They need to. Yep move from the I want to be with you forever category over to the <laughs> uh -huh. I'd be fine playing a board game with you and never thinking about you for the rest of the night sort of category. <laughs> sure, I don't yeah. know what category yeah. that is, yep. but like it can't be a pining friendship. It can't be a confusing friendship that just will elongate the suffering. Trust me on this one, right? Like I know it, <laughs> it's possible to be friends with your exes, but it takes intentionality sure. and time. So just why rush it? when it could make things a lot more painful. It's not weak or selfish of you to not be friends. It's very, very mature of you to say, I don't yep. know if I can handle this right now. That is very For mature sure. and Absolutely. very kind of you to yourself and to your ex. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to like think about if I've ever been in a situation like this where it's like, on paper, we did all the right things and then like the breakup still happens and I... The relationship previous to my relationship with Peter was like a very similar situation where it was like we were having hard conversations, like we were engaging with each other, like we really liked each other, like we thought uh, I thought this was, was going places, and then uh, he broke up with me because he was like, I feel like we should be further along in our relationship than we are, and I remember thinking like this is so confusing because mm -hmm. like I feel like we're going into this with like. Uh, our heads on our shoulders, right? Like we're, we're going into this, like in logically. a way that is about, yeah, logically in a way that's like using tools that are helping us have these conversations. And we're not just like getting overwhelmed with everything. Um, and I, I remember being really confused because I was like, this is me. This is me at my best in this relationship, <laughs> right? Where I was like, this is me being, this is me like, telling you how much I care about you. This is me like being really like honest about what's coming up for me. This is me being willing to have hard conversations with you. Like this is like, I have been struggling in relationships for so long because I've been so unhealthy in them. Right. And this right. time here I am in this moment being like, this is the most healthy I've ever entered <laughs> and maintained a relationship in. And you are telling me that it's like not working. Like I'm so confused by it. And, and like Sierra said, like the thing that I had to remember is that like, if this is my best and this person doesn't want me, then this person is not for me. Right. Like this is not, this is not the person who deserves my best. And, and that's okay. I mean, it sucks yes. for sure. 
And we also tried to be friends afterwards. And let me tell you, it did not work. There you go. There you go. Out of the mouth so of a babe. if you want a case study, if you want a not case babes. study, it's that'll be, that's, that's mine. Um, but the good news is, is that like, I took the things that I learned from that relationship and was able to bring them into my relationship with Peter, right? Who then looked at me and said, this best is like pretty awesome. I mm-hmm. want more of it. Mm-hmm. And and so what I want to say to you is like, this sucks and this is awful. And I want you to keep doing that best thing though. Like I want you yes. to recognize that like you showed up fully, authentically, vulnerably, and that's amazing. And there are people out there who are going to look at that vulnerability, look at that you showing up in the way that you want to and say, that's something that I want want. That's something that I'm going to honor. That's something I'm going to invest time in. And it just sounds like this person for whatever reason, and I'm not trying to be mean to her or throw her under the bus, but for whatever reason, just couldn't look at that best and say, this is something for me, but that has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with whatever she wants or whatever she's going through. Right. I totally agree. I I totally agree. And I know that's hard when you're hurting to do that sort of mental, emotional maneuvering. But, you know, take it from Sam. He showed up fully and wholly in that relationship. And somebody looked at Sam Blackwell and was like, no, thank you. We're not moving. Yeah, far right. Enough. What a fool. He's a very <laughs> nice kidding. man. And I wish him all the best. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, yeah. I mean, rejection hurts. And, you know, as my therapist would say, now is the time to take care of yourself. You know, are you, are you drinking enough water? Are you, are you see, are you getting out of the house to see your friends and family? How are you nurturing what hurts right now? And the, the nurturing can't come from rectifying this relationship and going back to it and doing it better than it had ever been done or, or whatever. The, the nurturing has to come with, wow, I was really hurt by this life. I was really hurt by this relationship. How am I going to take care of me and make me feel better uh, moving forward? All right, my darling. Absolutely. We hope that this helps. And we are so grateful that you trusted us with this letter. Absolutely. We love you. And we wish you all the best. All right, everyone, it's Friday, which means that we are going to do a blind date. So we want to set you up with something that we think that you are really going to like. So this week, our blind date is... It's a book that I'm reading called All This Could Be Different by Sarah Thankham Matthews. I was gifted this book a couple of weeks ago, and so far I'm loving it. It's actually, it was a finalist in the National Book Award. Uh, the author was 27 when she wrote this book. It's a, her debut novel, and it's just killing it. And the protagonist is a bisexual millennial immigrant. So yay, bisexual representation. But there's also just like... <laughs> You know, the characters in this book so far are very complex and diverse, and um, it's a lot about, like, queerness and friendship and capitalism and desire, you know, all these spicy things that I enjoy. So far, I'm loving it, and... um, uh, so have a lot of other people, so I hope I'm not, like, too behind on this book. But again, it's called... (laughs) All This Could Be Different, a novel by Sarah Thinkham Matthews. Manning it to my Goodreads right now. And the cover is really cute, too. Look at it. It's like bright and beautiful. Oh, it is really cute. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want some more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If, if you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus a weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com to be answered on our show, which is also where you can find our uh, merchandise on our website, justbreakuppod.com. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and nope. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Original music, recording, producing, editing, all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. And remember, y'all, it is okay if your best is not something someone else wants. That doesn't tell me anything about you, your worthiness, or your lovability. We are not for everyone. And similarly, not everyone is for us. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>